Hey, it's Bridget and Liz, and you're listening to Dude, Dude Guess, Guess what? what? Good morning, Vietnam! <laughs> I've always really wanted to say that because I don't know. I know that we talked about The Office last week. But if anybody has seen that episode where Michael Scott comes out, mm-hmm. oh wait, is that him or is it Dwight? Anyway, that episode that that happens, I'm like, man, I've always really wanted to say that to a crowd. And, she, and Bridget's like, I don't know when else I'll get the episode, get the chance when I have a captivated audience who can't escape me. <laughs> so thank you for allowing me to live out your wildest dreams. Yeah, live out a bucket list item. Okay, check that off. Check, check, check. It's episode six here. Episode six. Here and we go. We're in it to win it. Yeah. And the day that we're recording today is actually Bridget's 30th birthday. Yeah, we're recording this a little bit early just because um, we, got, I, we got life. Yeah. We go to Tulsa tomorrow. So those that are hearing, it's this isn't going to be aired till Wednesday, but we're recording on my birthday today. Um, we go to Tulsa tomorrow to look at homes and dude, yeah, Bridget. And... I had the weirdest experience. Should yeah, yeah, I tell yeah, them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I've been ghosted. So okay, get this. Well, what's crazy? Hold on. What's crazy about this is that, like the housing market's so wild that you're like, how could someone not reply to me? Right. Well, no, no, no. This that's not even ghosted what is when someone's just stops okay, responding. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. So, well, I meant that it was just, like, dropped. Anyway, She's been played. Yeah. Is what she means. Okay, so, quick story before we get on this little show. But, um, so Anthony has been talking to a fellow resident out there in Tulsa, and he and his wife A medical been, resident, not, like, oh, a resident. Oh, sorry, sorry, no, no, Tulsa. yeah. He's also in residency, the same residency that Anthony is going to be starting at. And he and his wife have been, like, superstars with us. If you're listening out there, you guys have been awesome. Did you share the podcast link with her? No. (laughs) (laughs) So she's not listening. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I'm like, by the way, this this is our podcast. (laughs) But thank you. Um, No, but he and his wife have been so awesome with us. Like, just sending us homes and, like... Figuring out, like, and she even went and, re- like, videoed some neighborhoods for me. It they was really want nice. some fun neighbors, it sounds yeah. like. <laughs> and we're pretty fun. But, um, anyway, so he, like, texted my husband two weeks ago or a week and a half ago and said, hey, our next door neighbor is selling their home. And... Here's their information, like, you should text them, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, and then a couple days later, he was like, oh, actually, they're going to be selling it to investors. I'm so sorry. And then a couple days later, he actually got a text from the owners, and they were like, actually, we're not going to sell it to investors. We'd love to sell it to, like, a family that really needs it. And so he texted Anthony, and he was like, hey, text them. So then Anthony then... Is like, Bridget, you text them. <laughs> so. Um, Such a guy move, dude. I don't know. I don't, well, at least Anthony's world. He's like, I do not want to get in the middle of this. Yeah, I you think do Brian it. would rather have me like handle something like that too. 
Yeah. Well, it's just funny. I think it's just personalities. Yeah, I guess that's true. Um, just because I know like other guys out there that aren't that would like have that. done it. Okay, okay. Um, but I tracked my "it's a guy" yeah, thing sorry. statement. Okay, it's a personality thing. <laughs> um, but so I texted the wife. She was like, "Oh, like we'd love to have you." Blah blah blah. And I was like, kind of just going back and forth with her. I was saying how it was so sweet that they were accommodating. And granted, this is a conversation that spanned over a week. Like, in the course of a week. It's like when so, you date someone, I dude. know. That's what's so weird about it. So, like, on Sunday, she was like, this last Sunday, she's like, okay, like, this is what, um, like, this is the home. These are, we, we They didn't want to list it. They were going to do it, like... For sale, sale by owner. Yeah. They weren't going to have a realtor. Anyway, um, so we were like, okay, sweet. Like, we know that this is, like, a sure thing. And then I told her, I was like, oh, we're coming out this weekend. Could we come see it on Sunday? And she's like, yeah, for sure. And then I was like, by the way, do you have any photos? She actually sent me some photos. And I was like, okay. And then a couple days later, she texted us and she's like, hey, by the way, we went and got a, like, market data analysis it's a little bit higher than what we were thinking we're surprised that it was this high and my mother-in-law is like a a successful realtor in Arizona so she was like just tell them it's no big deal because you don't want to be like scare them off so we were like yeah like it's no big deal I was like are you able to send photos again because she only sent photos from like when they first had it or something like so there was like no upgrades in it well they actually didn't really upgrade it that's the thing that kind of stinks we were gonna have to move into this home and do like a bunch of upgrades like immediately like they weren't they have two dogs they weren't gonna replace the carpet the paint was like done by them which is fine but but it's like i only want a professional looking home (laughs) (laughs) not a new build but (laughs) no but anyway so um so she said she had her husband take like all of these photos for us it just seemed like they were really invested yeah they were really invested and we were like and i even asked her again i was like okay sunday morning works right it's like pinky promise (laughs) i'm like we blood brothers we we gonna go in on the promise me yeah 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 um so then she sent photos she's like yes sunday still works and i was like okay cool like we're so excited Mm mm-hmm and honestly, like, thinking that we had this in the bag, we were, like, so excited to be next-door neighbors to these people that we actually haven't met, but... You've <laughs> never met these guys? No. No. So, Anthony... So, the friends that we had in Tulsa... Okay. They gave us this um, other resident. Oh. Who are these people? We were actually going to meet up with them when we visited in Tulsa. Oh, okay. But we didn't have enough time, or I can't I did remember not what this happened. Little... Yeah. Idea but they're, they detail. seem super cool. Like, and okay. so they get my stamp of approval, I guess I should say. Online. Which, they get they get your virtual stamp of approval. Yeah. You can meet them in real life and they'd be weird. <laughs> I don't think so. They're super nice. Bridget, in my experience dating, some guys always seem really normal in real life. And then you get there and you're like, I've made a huge, tiny mistake. <laughs> Dude, that's so funny. <laughs> anyway, so then... Was it last night? Yeah, it was last yeah. night. The eve before my 30th birthday. How dare they? <laughs> she legit sends me a text and is like, hey, or no, no, maybe I should read it. 
Because oh. I'm, Bridget's like, let me get the data. Let me find out exactly what she said. Because Bridget does this to me too in real life. I'll be like, hey, yeah, I don't remember saying that. And then she'll send me a screenshot of, uh, excuse you, you said this on February 13th at 2.36 p.m. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> she legit sends me a photo and she's, or sorry, not a photo, a text. And she's like, hello, I want to apologize. We had someone put in an offer. They were in a desperate situation and really needed a house. So we accepted their offer. I want to thank you for your time and interest. And again, I apologize. As soon as I got that text, my like sum- stomach dropped because I... You guys are kind of banking on yeah, it. Yeah, we were kind of banking on it and we were super bummed. We were honestly all in on that house. Like, obviously, if we would have found a better house in that same neighborhood, we probably would have gone for it. But at least we were like, this is still Yeah, a but good... what if you left them to hang, hang out to dry? I know. That's what my mother-in-law said. And I was like... Dude, Rebecca knows. She's... She's, she gives everybody the benefit of the doubt. And sometimes I'm like, no, they deserve yeah, Bridget wanted to rip these people a new one. And I was like, dude, you don't even know No, them. I didn't want to rip them a new one. I just wanted to be a little bit passive aggressive so that they could understand that, like... You this is the thing that I don't understand, right? Is she told me that, so we have to be out of our home right now by May 31st. Like May 31st is the last day. Mm. And then we were going to move to Tulsa, probably get there by June 2nd. And this girl, the owner, she told me, yeah, our home, they're moving to Florida or something. And she's like, our home is available June 6th, but we want to be out of here by the latest June 3rd. And so when I get this text and she's like, they were in a desperate situation. I'm like, you guys can't even move out before then. So like, what's the desperate situation you're talking about? Yeah. Anyway, so I call up my mother-in-law and I'm like, what do I say? And she, she's like, well, you just say this. And, and, but she also was kind of like wanting them to know that we were also in a desperate situation. But me, I'm like, well what I really want to say is this. And she's like, no, you don't want to say that. I'm like, so they had this happen to them last night and Bridget has not stopped talking about it for because I just, 24 hours. I think, I mean, I just, I, this is she true. She can't even put a sentence together. This is true, but I do not like dishonest people. Like, They're not being dishonest though, are they? I felt like it kind of was though. Like it because just, it, they it, were leading us on. Yeah, but if you didn't like their house, you would but have let I them on. Deal. But it's like, I only wanted to do the leading on. No one can play me. I can play them. <laughs> oh my gosh. Dude, look at that. Bridget is so good for my self esteem. I love it. That was, that was actually really funny, dude. Was it? I can't get. Okay. Okay. But really, I'm like, I only wanted to do the. <laughs> But no, I don't feel like <laughs> Bridget still wants to talk about it. We've been talking about it for 10 minutes. People are going to drop off. No, I'm just annoyed because I do feel like it was kind of dishonest. Okay. <laughs> Bridget's going to need a little therapy, more than just a therapy, more than just like. So if anybody here, wants to talk about the drama session. with this, hit me up because <laughs> she, next Wednesday, she's probably still going to be wanting to talk about it. She, they will have bought their house and she'll still want to talk about it. No. This. So anyway. We've had some other homes come up, which is fine. They're actually a lot nicer. They wouldn't need as much as, as no, like hardly yeah. any any upgrades. No, um, 
it just kind of stinks. Like, it would have been super ideal. Okay. But. No. I'm glad you got that off your chest. Anyway. Okay, I'm sorry. So, Liz. <laughs> <laughs> also, let me tell you something else. It's my 30th birthday, and Uh-oh. I was like, what does everybody want to have for dinner tonight? I roll. Me, I'm like, let's have Mexican food. I love Mexican food. I like Mexican food too. I just am not in the mood for red iguana. Anyway, so Liz is like, everyone's like, let's do, let's do Indian food. And I, I'm like, it's my birthday. Like, so we compromised and everybody got Indian food. <laughs> Ryan would call that a Liz compromise. <laughs> so we compromised and did exactly what you, the other person wanted yeah. to do. I did not want Indian food. So you we compromised. bro. So we compromised and everybody's getting Indian food. Except for Austin and Ryan, we'll be getting a nice large cheese cheese pizza. pizza. (laughs) Just for them. Just for them. Okay. We're going to get into the meat of this episode. Uh, And it's kind of maybe heavy subject. I don't know. Or like trigger warning. If you've got body dysmorphia, maybe you want to not listen to this episode. Yeah. It's kind of a heavy episode if like... We get into the nitty gritty of it. It's something that's definitely like I've dealt with literally almost all my life. Yeah. And it's, uh, I guess, I don't know how else to say other than weight gain, weight loss, poor body image. Yeah. And I think a lot of it stems from childhood. At least. Literally all stems from childhood. But at least, and this is like, I mean, we'll talk about it too, but like, Definitely do not want to set my kids up for the same yeah. thing. Yeah. Do you want to start? Do you want me to start? I'll start, I guess. Okay. Um, you know, I look at myself, I look at the child I was or see pictures of, my, of myself as a kid or even in middle school and in high school. And I just like hurt for that, that mm-hmm. person me that too. I was because I remember just like hating this body that I was in because I felt I was like so big and... Are you going to cry? No, I'm oh. just like, it's just crazy because like, I even look at those photos and I'm like, you looked good. I know. Like, like I'm like, I mean, what? I probably weighed like 110 <laughs> pounds and I thought I was freaking fat and I wasn't. Yeah. I might've had like a stomach roll, but who freaking doesn't have stomach rolls when they sit down? Like that's normal. But I think a lot of it stems from media. Like, yeah, but I mean, I mean, what I mean is like this, like false narrative of what a body should look like sure but when i went to high school and middle school like we didn't have access to social media and things like that like we do now yeah no i just meant like well at least for me my favorite thing in the morning was watching mtv like the the yeah but what did you watch on mtv music videos oh okay so you wanted and- to look like britney spears's body <laughs> Or Christina had, Aguilera. She had her jeans like down to her pelvic bone. <laughs> no, mom and dad would never approve. I mean, yeah. Um, no, I just I think like I saw those or like seeing movies like Lindsay Lohan, mm. which is so night like so nineties. But it's you see these girls and you're just like, Ugh. like they get all like they got Chad Michael Murray, Hillary Duff, and in Cinderella story, in Cinderella story, <laughs> and yeah. It's just weird. But yeah, I mean, I just, I look at those pictures of myself as a teenager and a child and just be like, dude, you were okay. And you should just love that little body you had. And I, I wish I could say I was over that because I still have that issue today where I look at my body and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's huge or, you know, whatever, or it just doesn't look the way that I think it should look. And 
I still struggle with that. And I, I wish I could, I want to, and I'm working towards like loving my body the way it is, especially, you know, like I'm creating a human life right now. And I feel so not myself. Like I feel normal, completely normal about like, um, like day-to-day activities. I don't even feel pregnant, but I like look at myself and my face is swollen. My lips are swollen. My clothes don't fit. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like, and it's, I've got 20 more weeks. Like, and I'm just going to get be twice as high as I am right now. Um, but it's a work in progress and I'm a work in progress. But anyway, that's my, like, that's my, I guess, introductory statement. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not going to say that I've had it harder than Liz. She has. But I have. Like, and I don't, I don't say that lightly. Um, my earliest memory of like a body image thing was um my mom's mom she would come over like once every two years maybe she lived they live in australia yeah so she lives in australia um she'd come over and uh she has she is very focused on body body image and so is my mom and um that was something that i think was like very very damaging to me as a kid but even more so my grandma came over. So actually, my my brother um, worked at Marie Callender's when he was like in high school. You gonna make these connect or what? Yeah, okay. I am. Sorry, there's okay. this, there's no. So my brother worked at Marie like, Callender's, and look. he got like free meals or something. Oh yeah, whenever. He and shift. like, I used to love chicken tenders so she much. Still love chicken. No, tenders. not really. I love chicken tenders, and they used to have a really good chocolate satin pie, which was awesome. Yes. Yeah. And I remember, like, I would ask my brother to bring me that home. And he would be... Like the angel he is. The angel he is. Um, But my grandma, I don't even know why she said this. I don't know what triggered her to say this. Like I said, she was very focused on... um, Body image. On body image. Mm -hmm. And I was... I, I don't think that I was necessarily fat... I think I was, like, an overweight little kid. hmm I mean, I don't think I was overweight until I was probably, like, nine. Eight, ten. Nine, ten. Yeah. Ten. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's more to my story, too. Like, um, so... We'll, we'll get, yeah, we'll okay. get there. Okay. Sorry. Um, so I remember her coming. I would, She would sleep in my room when she would come over. And I remember... And Bridget would get, get kicked out of yeah, her Yeah, I'd get kicked out of my room. I'd pr- probably have to sleep in my brother's room or something. I don't remember. Um, but she asked me one time if kids at school called me fat or knew that I was fat. It was something along those lines yeah. of her saying... Making a comment about the size of your body. Making a comment of the size of my body. And it kind of always like... Stayed with you. Yeah, stayed with me. And as a kid, I mean, I think you're, like, aware a little bit, but I didn't think that I was necessarily, like, that aware until... I don't think I was aware of, like, weight until I started um, maturing, until I got boobs. Because See, I don't... Yeah, I, I got mean, boobs, like, in the fifth or sixth grade. And it was those kind of comments, like, or, like, she... I remember that same... So, my brother brought home Marie calendars and stuff. And she would be like, you're going to eat that. 
and or just make like those kind of comments when she'd come over mm-hmm. and it's just it really kind of damaged me and so even to this day it's hard for me to like want to have photos because I mean right now I don't look my greatest of what you think of what I think I guess Bridget's or, still beautiful I'm like looking at her in the eyes right now while she's telling this story and I'm just like look at that beautiful face she's got little she's got yeah I've got eyelashes. a pretty face <laughs> You have a beautiful body too, May. It's just hard. Like it's, it's, I think it's really hard for me because I feel like I have been like very damaged early on and there was like. Well, you've been told to hate your body. Yeah. And there was a very big emphasis in my life and not even like my dad doesn't care about weight. Like my dad's like. Yeah. Dad does not care. Loves at all sizes. My mom has is more focused on is body more size. focused on body size and i think that stems from her childhood yeah our mom if you don't know her she's a little petite little thing she was a ballerina she's a ballerina she's teeny tiny she can eat a bag of candy and, and not grow a pound. and not yeah put on a pound and that's the thing though is like mom will go all day without eating and then has candy at night and she's like I literally think the instant I wake up, I'm like, okay, should I have oatmeal, Cheerios, a protein shake? I'm like, I'm the type of person that's like planning, like when I know we're going out somewhere, I'm like, okay, what's the menu? Like, let's figure out what I'm getting before Do my research. I think that's smart. But so I'm just saying like from early on, we've had that, but I feel like more so I have. Yeah. I'm just, and, and the thing is too, like growing up. I kind of, I was overweight from 10 to about 17. 17, yeah. And it's not that I was like morbidly obese. Like I just was bigger. Bigger. Yeah. I mean, I I feel like I ebbed and flowed like through times. But even now when I look back at pictures of me in middle school, I'm like, I wasn't that bad. (laughs) Like... But that's what's kind of funny, though, right? Is in the moment you're like, oh my gosh, I'm humongous. And then you look back and you're like, bro, I weighed 130. Yeah. But, but I mean, I don't know. I'm not a physician. I don't know. What the Actually, you know, I think, I think BMI is total crap. I've heard that, too. I've actually, there was somebody who was I, like a fitness person that actually said this recently. Because I remember in middle school, I don't know, maybe they don't do this anymore, but they used to, like, check you for skull. Did they do this when you were in middle school? Check you for scoliosis? Like, make you that. bend over without a shirt on? Like, uh-uh. you had, like, your bra on? Anyway, and then they would, like, weigh you in front of everybody and, and make you do your BMI. Did you remember doing I that? I remember weighing. Yeah, and I was, like, always on the, like, whatever <laughs> side of the BMI, the high side of BMI, and I'm like, how can this be? <laughs> like, I don't understand. How can this BMI? How can this BMI? Um, but... I don't know. I feel like that's poor decision making on the on the school side of things. Um, but uh, like Bridget was saying, she probably had it a little bit worse than I did. I I remember thinking I was fat or overweight, um, but I like wasn't like way overweight. I was probably the same size as everybody else, right? But I remember like going to the rec center. And like working out, just doing tons of cardio all the time. And I would wrap my stomach in. Oh my um, gosh! In what's it called? The plastic. The plastic Plastic wrap. wrap. Yeah, plastic wrap. So I would sweat it all out. But like, dude, I don't know. And I just remember. So also, like my twin sister Sarah, 
um, is like more petite than I am. I've got a broad back and Sarah's like more like skinny boned than I am. Mm-hmm. And remember when Sarah did that pageant and mm-hmm. she like wore a two piece swimsuit and she was teeny tiny and my mom was just like, oh my gosh, doesn't she look great? And I, yeah, like, and I never think there got was a big emphasis. Yeah, there was no reinforcement to us looking good or whatever. And the thing is, too, like, um, I can remember too early on, like, I don't think that we were given the necessary tools of how to like eat healthy no. or or be like active. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think that we were given those tools to know. Okay, like, this is what... Because my parents... I mean, my dad never told me that I was big. Like, mm-hmm. and I knew that I was, but it... Anyway, but I just remember, I think... And I, I grew to, like, kind of... um. Like, the pain that I was feeling or whatever, I grew to, like, kind of... Like, self-soothe that, with self-soothe food. Self-soothe with food. I can remember... I don't think I've ever told anybody this story, actually. I can remember making a cake, like cake batter, and just eating it in my closet. What? I don't know this story. Yeah. Which is sad. Like, it's sad. And that's something that, like, is kind of my struggle with food, is that I learned that early on. And I don't, I think it was kind of, like, self-taught a little bit. Yeah. Probably. Um, But... And not to say that you can change, like, your circumstances or, or things. It's just, it's a work in progress. Yeah. But at least for me, so I actually went on, when I was my senior year of high school, I went on the HCG diet with my dad. And for those that don't know that diet, um... You basically eat 500 calories yeah, a day. Yeah, you eat 500 calories a day. You shoot yourself in a... You give yourself needle. an injection. Sorry, shoot yourself. I'm like, you actually shoot your foot and then it makes all the pain. No. You cut off one of your limbs and that's how you lose weight. that weight. No, um, you give yourself pregnancy hormones, which like doesn't make you want to eat. Or I can't remember, but I lost all of all a of the lot weight. of weight. A, lo- a lot of weight. Know, yeah, and I was able to keep it off until you had Austin. Well, no. I got married. I had gone on birth control. That made me gain a lot of weight. Well, mm-hmm. not a ton. But then I got off of it and I lost the weight again. And then I was, I kept it off till Austin. Mm-hmm. I used to run a ton. Um, I used to be a big runner. Yeah, you did that half marathon down in, what was and it And I did a, like another one. Thanksgiving Point. That's what I'm thinking of. In, uh, I don't know, down Emigration Canyon or Bells Canyon. Anyway. But Bridget kept the weight off and she was very... Active. And almost like a little obsessive with being active. So see the thing like I guess I wanna like stress is like there is a healthy balance between all of that, right? Like having good self image. Obviously your every day is not gonna be like rainbows and butterflies about like how you feel, right? There's gonna be days. But but you don't need to for me, I know I can't obsess about that and I cannot obsess about going to the gym. Like that's not healthy either. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, too, I got to the point where I was obsessing about it. Mm -hmm. Like, I was very conscientious of what I was putting into my body. And there was a point where I was probably too skinny. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, and so, um, but I think, too, like, during that time, 
I still like thought I was bigger, even though I weighed 115 pounds at 22, or I mean, from 19 to, or sorry, 17 to however old 25. Yeah, I can't even fathom that. And but it's like it's just so funny because it's like I would kill to be, <laughs> be that size right now. But your body is not made well, to yeah, be that I size. Know. But this is the thing, though, right? Is like. I will say, I know that you talked about like your body changing. Mm-hmm. It was really, really. So, so I got pregnant and in my mind, I was like, I can eat. I had, I had been restricting myself for so long from any type of like indulgence mm-hmm. that I think that when I got pregnant with Austin, I was like, well, I can eat whatever I want now. Mm-hmm. Like, and I gained 80 pounds with Austin. Mm-hmm. 80 pounds and nine months to gain 80 pounds that's huge yeah and i didn't have any luckily i didn't have like preeclampsia or pregestational diabetes but it was a lot and then after i had austin i kind of not that i was necessarily depressed but i did go through like a depressive state mm. because your you didn't, body you didn't recognize the yeah, body like your body after pregnancy and I have a C-section, so it's a little bit different in terms of, like, you have a pooch, like, a hanging... Does that make sense? Like, I don't know how to describe it. Anyway, I was, like, not at terms with my body. And it was really, really hard. But also the thing, like... And I, I, I don't know what you're thinking, but, like, people's bodies do not... Most people's bodies, in my, from what I know, do not just snap back. Yeah. And I feel like... But I think, too, like, I kind of went into that the thing too is like you're a mom you're tired you're like dealing with all of those new emotions that Mm -hmm. it's like I was so tired even to go to the gym like Mm -hmm. but we did we got like a a coach and um well I first got a gym coach and she was super rude do you remember that Mm -hmm. she said something to me about my body oh I don't know this that's that's out of line yeah I, like, had somebody that... You're like, bro, I'm paying you to count yeah. my macros. She... I got somebody to, like, help me with weight... Or, like, weight loss and macro counting and whatever. Mm-hmm. And she just said... I don't even honestly remember, like, the exact things she said. It was more of along the line of, like, you're big. Like, you're still big. Like... Aww. And... And I... I stopped. I was like, I'm not, I don't want you as a coach. Mm-hmm. So he went to somebody else. He was very helpful. Um, but then I started losing the weight. Mm. And I lost about half. Yeah. And then COVID hit. And we all know what COVID did. <laughs> when, <laughs> when Ryan and I got married, we like got on each other's insurances. And... Uh, the we had to do like life insurance oh because i was getting on ryan's life insurance and they had to come out and like do a physical mm-hmm. to see i, oh, I didn't you know this. yeah so the lady um weighed me and she was like so have you always weighed this much and i was like no and she was like what happened and i was like i got married and covid and she's like okay i'll put weight gain due to covid <laughs> i was like thanks lady oh okay <laughs> that's so funny dude yeah i don't know but I feel like uh, 
progression, like I've mentioned before, like in the mental health episode, progression isn't linear. And you also need to figure out what you want to measure progression by. Is progression that weight loss or is it feeling better about yourself? Yeah. Can it be both? Does it have to be one or the other? I don't know. I think that's something you have to like figure out for yourself. Um, like, unfortunately, like there isn't like a right or wrong answer. Um, but for me, I mean, me, I know like when I'm bigger, like my body doesn't feel good. Right? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. it's harder. It's a sound, I feel like I'm 100 years old. But I'm like, it's harder to move around. I got a big stomach, you know, like, <laughs> stuff like that. But, but like, when, uh, uh, in the mental health episode or the anxiety episode, I mentioned that a, a lot of my medications uh, caused me to gain, like, 40 pounds. And it did not matter what I ate and how much I exercised. I could not lose that weight. I couldn't do it. And that also made me depressed. And, yeah. um, but then... I I don't know what I did. Oh, I got new I got new medication. And remember when I got really really skinny? Mm-hmm. And I was like El Skeletor, dude. You could like see my cheekbones. You did keto? No, 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 not keto. Oh, it was. Remember? Oh, I don't remember. remember. I don't. It was when Jody was like doing health <clears throat> health coaching. Oh, I don't, I don't. I don't remember. Oh wait, maybe I do. Yeah, I have a picture of me. I have a specific picture of me and you together. And I'm like, holy cow, I look disgusting. Like, someone should have been like you need to eat more than a thousand calories today. Like, yeah. anyway, so, so fast forward, um, a few years, I did not keep that weight off because how, whatever I was doing was not like sustainable to human life. And I eventually went back to school and I was working full time and just had a lot going on. But so I like weight loss and gym going was not my thing. It wasn't my priority. Like surviving mm-hmm. was my priority. But finally, I decided I needed to do something about it because I don't want to, I didn't want to get diabetes. I still don't want to get diabetes. And, um, I did the keto diet and I probably lost like 60 pounds and I kept it off for like four years. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's about right. No, no, no. Three years. Yeah. Um, and it was good for me because I found out I have PCOS and that's actually like the diet that they recommend to people with PCOS because it helps yeah. regulate your hormones. So you have a period and all that jazz. But I stopped doing it because it's it's very hard. Like everything it is hard. super hard. And um, but after I'm after this pregnancy, I'm going to have to do it again because I I found out. So part of the reason why I found out I have PCOS is I have like these little dark like skin spots on the back of my neck have them like in in between my chest. I didn't know that. Yeah, and like on my foot, and that's it's a lot of places. Oh really? Yeah. I can show you my foot one. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, but basically it's like you're insulin resistant, but yeah. you don't have diabetes. Like I'm not even like pre-diabetic, like my insulin, yeah. my my whatever it is. Anyway, so that's been really like uh, I don't know. It's been a journey, but. I think the thing, honestly, that has brought me the absolute most joy in my body in the last two years is I have gotten back into weightlifting. And if you follow me on Instagram or know me in real life, Team Fitbliss. Yeah, Team Fitbliss. This is your guys' shout out that not a single one of them listens to my podcast. But <laughs> but seriously, like looking at like what the, what your body can do is so amazing. Like your body's more than just like a number on the scale. And And I know that we, like, all say that and blah, blah, blah. But I think it takes a while to come to terms with that. At least for me, like, with JD. So, I lost weight. I lost, um, like, 40 pounds of my weight with Austin. I gained 
I don't even know how much. No. With JD? How much did I lose with Austin? I'm trying to think. Anyway, I gained some of it back. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I got pregnant with JD. And with JD, I gained 60 pounds. Mm-hmm. And I actually only have 10, 15 pounds left till I'm back to like my pre JD mm-hmm. weight. But um, I've just learned that weight loss isn't like an instant thing like it's it's not like it's overnight and that's the thing that's so funny is oh I forgot to mention this in an early like when I was talking earlier but I can remember as a kid like I said we didn't have the necessary tools I can remember doing Tybo oh my gosh Billy Blanks and like Pilates yeah and or like just doing sit-ups in my downstairs and the next day I'd be like "Hmm, I don't have abs like (laughs) where is this weight loss like I didn't understand that like it took time Mm -hmm. and um and obviously now I do I do have those tools um but you know it's very hard to as a mom like I am I have so I also found out that I had um hypothyroidism because I too was like trying to lose weight, but I wasn't act- I wasn't like losing losing it. it. Mm-hmm. Checked my thyroid, and it was out of whack. Mm-hmm. Which also, and I also think I might have PCOS, probably because symptoms. Symptoms. <laughs> which, we won't go into it. Yeah, we won't go into it. But um, I haven't been like diagnosed with that. But with JD. His pregnancy was super scary. I didn't have any issues with Austin, even though I gained 80 pounds. But with JD, I started off at a higher weight than I would have liked to have. And, um... Me right now. And then... And then I ended up getting pre-gestational diabetes. But I was actually, like, borderline. Um, and I did have to meet with a registered dietitian, like, every week or whatever... And I didn't ever have to be put on medication. I just was able to manage it with diet and exercise. And mm-hmm. then I ended up getting preeclampsia. And so now, like, after all of... And I delivered JD at 34 weeks. And now I'm, like, deathly scared of it. And so it's like... So now, I mean, I'm trying to actively do something. It's taken me, honestly, like, a year to be like, okay. Because it's hard, like... One to two well, kids. Well, phases of life, dude. And I think that's what's also important to well, remember. Well, kind of like what you were saying, like surviving. Yeah. Like, at least for me, like zero to one kids was hard in the sense that like, it's new, you have nothing, you have no idea what to expect. Mm-hmm. And then one to two kids, we waited three and a half years, they're like to have another. And one to two kids, it's hard because like you have a toddler at home that is independent wants to do all of these things but then you have this little baby who was also in the NICU and so for two weeks and, and it's he tiny needs, pretty he needs your attention when yeah so and so it was hard like it was hard to be like okay I need to work out but and my husband's in medical school so, so it's like when am I gonna find the time to do this and I work part-time so it's just hard mm-hmm. but like now I feel like I'm finding that I'm getting back into that like good headspace and good like timing to yeah. do that stuff yeah. or finding the time to. I think like for me, I, this con- this conversation's kind of been like maybe for me a little bit all over the place. Maybe it's just like that. But I don't think that's bad. But I also don't want it to be like a whole Debbie Downer episode oh, of no, like no, no. body image. So I think like for 
Oh, sorry. You go on. Okay. I was just going to... I was going to get to the good stuff, but I'm okay. trying to, like, I don't know lead up to it. Okay. But I just feel like you and I, whoever, needs to figure out, and I don't know how you're going to do this for yourself, but you need to figure out a good balance. Like, whether it be weight loss or weight gain, because not everyone wants to lose weight. Some people need to gain weight, right? Yeah. Um, and to be happy with what they look like or be healthy um, and like figuring out good body image. And I, the whole time we're talking about this, I have a friend named Jenny. Jenny, you're listening to this. She is like the most body positive person I know. And I've known her for probably like six years. Mm-hmm. I have never once heard her say anything negative about her body. That's awesome. And she she works out, but she's not crazy about it. She eats what she wants, and if she wants to have dessert, she'll have it. But, like, I honestly am like, dude, I need to be more like that. Because if I'm eating a dessert, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to have to walk seven miles tomorrow, whatever, to deserve this treat. But, like, I freaking deserve this treat because I'm a human being. Yeah. You know? Well, and, two, this is what I was going to say. Is with JD, I think, after him, like, after Austin, it was really hard for me to get used to my body. Mm -hmm. Like, it was very, very hard. But with JD, I was like, you know what? Like... I've had two kids. I have autoimmune diseases. Like, I... Give yourself some grace. Yeah, and that's the thing is I think I've learned to, like, give myself grace. And that it's not going to happen overnight. And Mm -hmm. then I may not see results for another two years. But it's, like, it's all progress. Yeah. And, like, you know, with JD, I had... I gained, actually, a bunch of water weight because I was preeclamptic mm-hmm. but um I think too for me something that I have learned because I experienced this in my childhood I don't ever want to pass that on to my kids like Anthony and I do not talk about body image in terms of like negative mm-hmm. you know at all we Austin we don't even say the word fat in yeah. our home um Austin this morning he was so cute I I uh today's not a weightlifting day for me so I walked on the treadmill because I don't want to get gestational by gestational diabetes. Bi- that was hard for me. So I'm trying to stay active, right? Get steps in. Um, and this morning, Austin comes up to me. He's like, "And Izzy, you look so strong." And I was Aww. like, oh, I, "I think I've him. him say that." Yeah, I was like, "He's so cute." He's not telling me like, "You're skinny, you're fat." He's like, "You look really strong." And I'm like, "Oh, yeah." And I think too, Anthony had a similar upbringing with like weight. Anthony actually used to be like overweight as well but um and he has similar upbringings with um parents being obsessed about weight but like and he's the same way and that's what I like love that he lost a lot of his weight on his mission actually which is so funny but um we're both just like we don't want to talk about weight in a negative light in our kids Mm -hmm. if they want to take a photo of us we're not like you don't want to say, oh, no, don't, yeah, don't, don't take yeah. a photo. Yeah. And, like, the thing, too, is, like, even when I'm not feeling pretty, like, Austin will always tell me, like, you you're look be- so, you're beautiful, mommy, or, like, oh, he's so sweet. <laughs> and, and sometimes I don't feel like it. Sometimes I don't feel beautiful. But it's, like, I think, too, to him, like, beauty isn't just your physical. a physical thing. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like I play with him. Like I'm a very like involved mom in terms of like 
I give them my time and attention. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not staring at my phone or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, I think that's like what we need to like accomplish is that I know beauty, it's like beauty's all the inside. Yeah. But it's like you're so much more than your physical appearance. Your physical appearance. Like at least for me, I think I'm freaking funny. Like you are so funny, dude. And I am like a very loyal person. Like I have so many good qualities about myself and it doesn't have to be all physical. And I think too, at least now, I feel sad for kids that are growing up in this day and age because we see, I have a qualm with, uh, what are they? Mommy influencer, bloggers, mommy influencers, because it's all a facade. It's all fake. Mm -hmm. Like, and that's the thing is, it, it just boggles my mind. And and it's like, people all want that. And I'm like, why? You don't know these people. You don't know if they're going into debt for the crap that they're trying to promote. For the plastic surgery they have. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing is like, which is so funny to me is like, you see these bloggers, they're like, oh, body image. But then meanwhile, they're going and getting Botox or like. I love Botox. I know you do. And I'm sorry, but I'm going to. And that's the thing. Like, I am so against that kind of stuff. Because you know me, like, like my dad was even like, we, let's go get your eyebrows microbladed. I'm like, I don't care. Like, I yeah. feel like I'm a low maintenance person in terms of... Appearance? Well, no, not appearance. <laughs> that just makes me sound like a slob. Well, no, but, but you, like, you get ready every day, but you're not like, I don't need to have like my... I don't need to go to the salon and get a $400 haircut and yeah. color. Or yeah, like I legit have Liz cut my hair. <laughs> yeah, and I am not a... <laughs> hairstylist so it's no, no, no one looked too too closely at the ends of her hair but i just like i don't mean i'm not like i'm okay with my aging but like an aging body in terms of like wrinkles Jenny's like that too dude i don't i yeah i need to be better and i know i know you love botox but like i'm just like but here's really the thing can. though here's the thing this is like going but to also like if it makes you feel, feel good, good do yeah. it that's what that's the other like flip side of it like for me I'm like, I love buying earrings or jewelry now, like, which is so weird because I never used to be like that. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, uh, I might as well spice things up if I'm going to look like this. I know. I told Bridget. So next weekend I'm getting, I'm having like a one-on-one makeup lesson with a makeup artist. And I told Bridget, I was like, dude, if I'm going to be chubby this rest of this pregnancy, at least my makeup's going to look good. I'm going to learn how to do it. That's the one thing I have going for me. But honestly, I, I mean, I just... I love, I, I do love my body. I love what it can do for me. I mentally need to be better about the way I react to my photos. And I think, oh, one thing I saw, oh, that Elise Myers girl. Who's that? She's the girl who does oh. the funny reels. Oh, I think I just barely started following her. And she, um, she posted something the other day about how she reacts to photos of herself. She says, she's trying to change her mindset about like when I see a photo of myself, I'm not going to say, Oh look, my fat arm or whatever. She's going to be like, Oh, look at that smile I have on my face. You know, she made, I think it was hers. I'll have to see if I can find it. And I think that is something I want to implement in my life. When I see a photo of myself, my instant reaction, I do not want it to be, I look chubby. Well, and I think too, like another thing to implement is like daily affirmations. Mm -hmm. Like I feel good. I feel great. No, I feel but I mean, wonderful. Like, you know, like that's what we do with Austin. We talk, we do daily affirmations with him and talk about like, I am strong. Like I am funny. I am, you know, like I can do anything with hard work, like that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think it really helps, but at least 
for me too, something that I will say that I think has helped me immensely is, okay, I did follow that girl, but like, oh, what I'm saying is like, go through your social media. If you do have body image or body dysmorphia, maybe also take a look at who you're following on social media. And what triggers you. Yeah. Because like, at least for me, I used to follow, well, not a ton because I, I, I do have a vendetta against some people. It's like, I will show you. No, I do follow some. She's like, unfollow, they'll really no. miss me. That's the thing, though. It it also depends on the person, yeah, like, who it that's is. True. I have friends that happen to be, like, have happened to be an influencer that I know in real life, mm-hmm. and I follow them. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that they're trying to be, like, snooty about it. But yeah. pe- everyone knows who they are, you know, like, yeah. this, like the weird, crazy people. But um, I unfollowed, like, a crap ton of people. I think I only follow, like, 250 people. And I actually, somebody told, one of my friends, Aubrey, she was the one that was, like, she got rid of a ton of people. And then I did it because I was, like, that's a good idea. And it is Bridget follows 309 people. Okay. Yeah. That's but not a lot. That's not, is that a lot? So that's not oh, a I lot. Oh, I was, like, I don't think that's a lot. But, um. I follow 768 yeah, that could probably. I just think I went through it and I was like, "How is this serving me anymore? Mm-hmm. Like, what is it? How is it helping me? It's yeah. not yeah. okay. Yeah, get it yeah. out of here. That's just something I would recommend. But honestly, if you guys have any like tips, tricks to promote body image or to be more body. Positive. positive let's ha- like, have that conversation let's yeah. open the door for that because conversation. i really i would love to like hear ways because i do need to be better at it yeah oh yeah this episode does not I, i'm not good at it oh I'm, yeah like for sure tell i'm not here trying to preach to you to be better because look at me x y and z but i know i have way a lot of room for improvement yeah and i also think it's good to hear like other people struggle with that that may seem like they because again all we see on Instagram is everyone's like, here I am doing this really fun thing. And instead of me like being like, look, I can't post a picture because I hate the way I look in it. Yeah. And really, no one even cares. The only person who cares is me. Yeah. Just a thought. Anyway. Ugh. That was a lot, dude. Yeah. I feel like a, a little bit like... A little I, bit better. I'm like, go team body. Yeah, to go team body. But also I'm like, man, I just need to be nicer to myself. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. I'm like that too. Even like sometimes too, I will say, at least for me, getting ready every day has helped me. I need to do that. Immensely. Because I do not get and ready. I, I think I I just, somebody said that. Like somebody was like. Yeah, my hey. friend told me her therapist said that. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Like getting ready every day, like doing my makeup, doing my hair. I haven't done my hair today though yet. I put is... on real clothes today. And that is a step in the right direction. And by real clothes, I mean jeans and a t-shirt. Um, yeah, I haven't worn jeans since before I mean, these Austin. are pregnancy jeans, and I don't know how we don't have these for, like, normal life. Who They're wants, awesome. Who wants to wear button-up jeans when you can have a stretchy top thing? <laughs> like, let's bring that in. Anyway, okay, old maybe hit me up. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, what was I getting? I just think, like, getting ready every day has helped me a lot. Feel better? Yeah. And that's the thing, is do things that make you feel better about yourself, yeah. too. Yeah. Because even now, sometimes I'll look back at photos and I'm like, oh, like, I am pretty. Like, 
You are pretty. I'm not, but I'm what just saying. the prettiest one out of all of us? No, I'm not. Yes, you are. It's annoying. Um, I'm like, like, and I, and not, be, not saying that makeup is everything, but I'm glad that I got ready because mm-hmm. that's what makes me feel pretty. And yeah. you got to find out what makes you feel pretty yeah. or handsome or whatever. Yeah. So anyway, welcome. Thank you for coming to our TED Talk. <laughs> and we'll, we'll be here we'll all week. Here. We'll be here all week. Talk to you next week. Yeah. Thanks Bye, guys. for joining us. Bye.